Hey guys, it's Chris with Deeply Dapper and Tabletops and Tentacles here. And this is sort of a weird video. We, for those of you that don't know us, we do cons full time. We do about 30 a year and they represent about 90% of our income for the year. And with the coronavirus, like everything else, it's been an interesting month. <laughs> um, we're in trouble. I, I don't know how else to say it as far as that's concerned. Uh, cons have essentially been closed. It's like... It's like you're a lawyer and somebody comes to you and says, hey, good job with all the lawyering, but lawyers don't exist for the next nine months. Maybe longer, maybe less. We're not really sure. All the money you've paid for your office and whatnot, we're going to hold on to that. I know you could probably use it, but we're going to hold on to it because we could use it too. Everybody's going through a rough time right now. Uh, once your lawyer ring again, you can use the money for your office. But for the time being, well, it's not really our fault. And it's not. And I get it. But uh, as of right now, every convention we've booked since last week doesn't exist anymore they've all been postponed which is basically cancelled as far as this is concerned and it's a rough thing uh, we had planned on doing Emerald City Emerald City's Gonzo Gonzo, Gonzo, it was supposed to start today uh, Planet Comic Con which we were doing in Kansas City was supposed to start next weekend. They declared a state of emergency today and canceled the convention. We had four other cons scheduled between now and May. And while two of them technically haven't canceled yet, we're not real hopeful about them. One of them is uh, Crypticon in Seattle, which is right in the heart of the madness right now. Well... Everything is the heart of the madness, honestly, but uh, it's in May, and then we have Phoenix Comic Con, which they're claiming the coronavirus might go into remission during the hotter weather. I'll believe it when I see it. They keep saying April. April's not hot weather in half the country, and if April in Maine has it going into remission, then anything south of Utah should be in remission already, and that's clearly not the case. Uh, the coronavirus is a very scary thing. It's... We've been watching it very closely, and we still were taken completely aback by how apocalyptic things got, and how quickly. I think I just said quickly twice. I am recording this just after we got the news with finality that... Essentially, how we've been making a living for the last seven years of our life doesn't exist now. Um, this is scary. It's weird. It's crazy. 
we, as con artists, have become friends. We've met people. We've loved people that we've met all across the country. We've we've served and sold and chatted and laughed with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people over the last seven years. And the idea that in a less than a week, all of that has changed. We we were at SaltCon last weekend when we found out Emerald City had been canceled. And since then, it's just like a falling house of cards, just cancellation after cancellation after cancellation. And it changes everything. When we started Deeply Dapper, we started out on Etsy, actually. I was working for Walgreens, and Etsy was just really getting started. It was back in 2010, and we made a few handmade geeky things. I made a Sasquatch sticker that I was cutting by hand with an X-Acto knife out of of contact paper, like shelf liner. Eventually, we moved up from there. We started making custom switch plates. I started doing artwork. Then we got into the soap, which is what we, as Deeply Dapper, are really well known for. We've got all sorts of geeky, weird, dorky soap. Dice-embedded soap. Make it soap with Earl Grey tea in it. Um, Oh, man, this is a hard video to make. We started doing it just for fun because I was too embarrassed to have my artwork on prints. And we thought it would be funny to sell soap at a Comic Con. And it took off. People loved it. We spent months and months refining our recipes and making our own custom fragrances and finding just the perfect blend for our goat's milk soap that we make. And it let us move into cons. And about the same time we dove into cons, really hardcore, Etsy changed the way they did business. They cut the algorithms for geeky. I mean, they literally cut the entire category of geekery from their website. They started deprioritizing shops that had been there for a long time to let the new hotness show up higher in search results. And we went from making a healthy living on Etsy to not. And... Cons sort of just kind of became our fallback, I guess. And when we fell back to them, we fell in love with them. We had never really done cons before. Never even been to cons, really. And, ah, man, it was a blast. We fell in love with them. We were living in Maine at the time. We started hitting all the East Coast shows. And we started doing well at them. Not amazingly, not to the level a lot of guys that do cons do, um, but well enough that we were really excited about our prospects for the future. We we sold our place in Maine. We were living in a trailer while I was working at Walgreens. We quit our jobs, and we moved back to Idaho to this palatial estate here. And uh, we moved back here because it's a cheap place to live. Uh, not because there's amazing job prospects, but because it's reasonable. Like our house costs a hundred thousand bucks and it's on a decent plot of land. I've got this sweet shed to live in. Um, the downside of it is that when you get an email saying that basically 90% of your income that you were counting on is gone, there's not a lot of opportunity out here in Idaho 
if I'm lucky, I'll be able to find a job getting six or seven bucks an hour. And it's really hard to look at that and say, oh, okay, that's cool. But also this job is going to exist again in nine months, maybe. But we don't know for sure. And so it's been a very whew, crazy couple of days here. And it's crazy for everybody. And initially, that was going to be crazy for everybody as far as art is concerned. But honestly, it's nuts for everyone. Disneyland is shutting down now, apparently. Uh, Broadway. Uh, the theaters can't have more than 250 people in it. So people are hurting everywhere. And it's kind of crazy. I... If we weren't in such a tight spot, it would be kind of fascinating to see. It's sort of that post-apocalyptic 28 days later Andromeda strain madness that I enjoy in movies. It is not as fun when you're going through it in person. Uh, oh, man. So, basically this video is just to say, yeah, cons are cancelled. Comic-cons don't really exist anymore. Um, there's a chance that Comic-cons, gaming-cons entertainment conventions, gaming, uh, video game, E3 was cancelled, South by Southwest was cancelled, and they're not giving refunds to people. Uh, <sighs> there's a chance that they may not come back the way they were. And it's interesting because we've been doing cons for a while now, and there's always been this talk of a bubble. That comic cons are a bubble, and that eventually it's going to burst. To a certain extent... That was becoming apparent. Uh, when we first started doing shows, people would buy prints like crazy. Deadpool, 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 I'll take all of them. And you could make a living off of just selling 11 by 17 prints of superhero fan art. And that's not the case anymore. People are becoming more refined. A lot of the same people are coming back to cons and they're looking at these pile of art that they have and they're like, hmm, probably don't need another Deadpool. Shockingly. I have 16 and I've only hung three. Uh, so we started shifting. We developed a game last year that we kickstarted early this, uh, in 2019. We, uh, we started our magazine, Tabletops and Tentacles, which I talked about in the last little vlog installment that we did here and that's going to be out sooner now because i'm not doing conventions uh so we started moving away from it and this is actually the year that we were incredibly excited this was the year that we were finally getting ahead on our bills we were catching up with the debt from moving and from student loans and buying equipment to start this business so excited about 2020 and then all of this just hit the fan with a giant fat splatter. Now we are unsure what we are going to be doing. Uh, we're still going to be making tabletops and tentacles. I'm all in on that that magazine. I am super excited about. You can subscribe to the digital copy for five bucks on our Patreon. Woo plug. Um, but that's all we've got going. We were doing cons thirty, forty a year. So we were on the road all the time. So our online became a backseat. It wasn't important because we weren't home to ship anything. A lot of my friends are in the same boat. And a lot of people that I don't know are in the same boat. And... Oh! Everyone is scrambling to make something of it. 
to find ways to make money with it. There are going to be a lot of Patreons, a lot of podcasts, and a lot of other stuff starting up. I'd like to point out that I started mine before all of this. Barely. Support him if you can, please. I know everyone's in a tight spot. There's only so much money left over for art and books after buying toilet paper in bulk. But, man, if you can find, if you have an artist you love or if you know an indie writer or a comic creator or game maker, support them. Support their Kickstarter. Buy some art from them. Go to DeeplyDapper.com and buy some weird soap from us. It's very important to wash your hands. Um, But more importantly, just be careful out there. This is a crazy, crazy time. I've never seen anything like this before. I'm 41, and I've never had this level of uncertainty across anything. It's just absolutely crazy to me. And... It's terrifying. I thought we finally knew what we were doing with our lives, and we have no idea. However, uh, because we live in Idaho, my choices for employment are extremely slim. Uh, So, I'm going to be working, I'm doubling down on the the magazine. I'm going to be doing YouTube videos, and uh, we're getting our game ready to go that we were planning on launching later this year. And I think that that's really important as creators to keep pushing forward and not get disheartened by this. It's going to be a hard thing, and it's, oh my god, it's going to be a hard thing, but we have to stay creative, and if you are, no matter what that is, whether it's a game developer or a terrain builder or an RPG maker, don't let this break your spirit Use this self-imposed quarantine that we're being forced upon to create something cool and try and come out of this stronger if we can. This is a scary thing. Like, if the numbers they're predicting with the coronavirus click, it could be 600,000 people dead by the end of it. And they're predicting it's going to die off a little bit in the warm weather and then explode again in the fall, which is when all these other cons have rescheduled. So... Uh, This is a weird video, I know, I don't want to go on too long, but I just, I wanted to come on and talk about it a little bit from the con artist perspective. All of my colleagues, uh, we're, doing conventions is weird. You travel all around the country, most of us by car, and you see the same people in different cities, in different convention halls, and it becomes sort of a traveling circus type thing. It's like we're all carnies traveling around, setting up our weird tents for a weekend, fleecing the rubes, and then taking off into the night again. And that's one of the reasons we started Tabletops and Tentacles in the first place is because I wanted to create kind of a comic con in a magazine. I wanted to capture the irreverent indie madness of a convention i i love it i genuinely love doing conventions i get squirrely if i'm here for too long i don't know what's going to happen in three weeks let alone four months of this uh but uh if you're missing cons if you're missing geek stuff 
I've got to shamelessly plug our magazine, Tabletops and Tentacles. You can get it on our Patreon at patreon.com slash deeplydapper. It's five bucks a month, and I'm trying to capture the con experience in a magazine. It's games, it's video games, it's books, it's film reviews, short fiction, comic books, interviews with creators. If you're a creator, I would love to get you... On the podcast and in the magazine uh, with a quick interview or a Q&A, send me an email at tabletopsandtentacles at gmail.com. I would love to plug everyone I can and anyone that I'm not plugging, pick up the magazine and read it because I have a lot of bills I need to pay that uh, doesn't aren't coming in. Please support your indie artists. We're in we're in a tight spot, just like everyone else, but we don't get paid time off. We don't get we don't get anything, honestly. There is no safety net for the people in our industry and for what we're doing, and it's a really, really hard time right now. It's an interesting time because it's a time of reflection to a certain point where we're like, okay. Maybe we screwed up. Maybe we should have planned for something like this. But at the same time, so we've spent thousands of dollars on Emerald City and Planet Comic Con alone, just in inventory. Each of the shows cost us close to two grand before travel and expenses and hotel, just for the table and for advertising and prep. We are now sitting on tens of thousands of dollars in soap and candles and artwork that probably should have gone towards bills. But Planet Comic Con, this was year 21 in a row, and we've done it for six of them, and we were consistently better every time. And so it felt like about as safe a bet as you could make in this life to say, hey, we need supplies for this show. So everybody's in that same shape. Like everyone I've talked to that's in my carny group here, the other con artists have a tremendous amount of stock. Some of us are doing sales. We are, we're throwing little extras in every single package just to thank you guys for trying to support us in this time of madness. Um, just to put in things into perspective, a con like this, like any of these that have been canceled, to make up for that online, an average artist like me would have to make 150 to 200 sales online to compensate for what we made at the one weekend show. And like I do two or three of them, and it's not like I'm living in luxury here. So it's a tough life, and God, I'm getting very self. Oh, everybody, everything's hard. It is. It's awful right now but we're also really lucky we've been able to do this for seven years and if this is where it ends so be it but we're gonna go down kicking and screaming so uh there's all sorts of virtual online there's ecc online is a, a hashtag on twitter that'll find you tons of artists I assume Kansas City will be doing something similar. WonderCon was canceled. E3. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm just like in this tunnel of madness right now. So I'm going to cut this off. Thank you so much for watching. 
If you enjoyed this type of video, hopefully you're not going to see many here, but please like and subscribe the video. Hit the bell to get notifications when we upload new stuff. Uh, because this is what it is, we are going to be doubling down on tabletops and tentacles and that end of things. We're going to be releasing a weekly podcast. We've got videos coming of games, uh, art streams. I've We are doing anything we can to... Try and keep the dream alive and keep you guys entertained while you're sequestered away in your homes and can't go to Comic-Con and things. we got to keep the geek flag flying. And it's going to be tough. It's weird out there right now. But luckily, if anyone's equipped to hide in a basement for two weeks or six months, it's us, right? Thanks for watching. May you live in interesting times. This is Chris from Tabletops and Tentacles. Mm -hmm.